All right, we are in the danger zone. Mm-hmm. As I as I give you word from the streets to your mother. Please don't do that again. Does that make you feel uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. <sighs> All right, let's get jiggy with it <laughs> and uh, talk about a couple of uh, items in the rap world. Uh, first of all, <laughs> what? Oh, no, you're doing a very good and convincing job as a, um, a major reporter in the world of rap. On Saturday night, rapper YG, mm. as he's no, I call him just Y. I listen to him and people will say, what's that? And I'll say, no, the question is, why? Are you sure it's not pronounced G? Yeag. Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. You're not sure. Okay. I'm just making sure. <laughs> All right. So, uh, <laughs> at a concert with YG on Saturday, uh, he noticed that a fan was not mm. singing along to his very popular anti Trump anthem, which is so super, super clever F Donald Trump. Mm so he uh do you want to go through some any of the lyrics i don't think he goes much deeper than f donald okay. trump okay okay so let's see if they had any really maybe they had some information on the russia investigation and enclosed <laughs> in the rap that we need to no. look into no 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 okay. uh so he invited the uh the less than enthusiastic fan in the crowd who might have because we all do might have loved all of the other super, super classics from YG, mm-hmm. uh, but just didn't like this particular song. So he invites him. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So he invites him up on stage. And do we have the uh, audio and video here? Here it hey, is. Listen, I spotted you out in the crowd. Mm-hmm. I asked you if you f- Donald Trump, you said you don't know. So since you don't know, I need you to make up your mind tonight. I need you to uh, say your name. I want you to state your name because I know your mama, your daddy, your grandmama, your grandfather is watching. I want you to state your name and yell out Donald Trump. Don't do it. Look at this. No, you won't. This is a brave kid. Get his out of here. Get him out of the stand. And pushes him. Yeah, <laughs> Donald Trump supporter. Get his out of Pushes him off stage. Uh, don't come to a mother effing show with yg on the mother effing bill Mm -hmm. if you a donald trump supporter the rapper continued f are you doing don't let this a back in the crowd tell him yg said so Mm. donald trump's racist he don't f with black people Mm -hmm. so if you f with donald trump you racist as F, and I can F with you, period. Almost poetry. It's beautiful. The way, especially the way you deliver it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, I am, I am all up with rap. And to be fair, you're from the streets. Uh, so I grew up in the streets. So I, mm-hmm. I was there at the birth of rap. You, well, just the screaming part of the birth yes, of rap. Yes, yes. You know, that part mm-hmm. of rap. Uh, that's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting line. I don't, I don't think rappers would enjoy the economics of rap without white suburban kids who might support Donald Trump. 
that's not a that's not an economic picture you want to necessarily uh, go into because well, you're going to find there's a lot of white suburban kids. Who, yeah, but you don't realize mm-hmm. that uh, YG is an artist. Oh, so he doesn't care about the economics of it? No. Because I, I, I saw I saw as a pan to the right, I saw an American apparel sign on stage. No. Which I thought no, don't. It seemed like he might care about economics. No, no. he doesn't. He doesn't care. Because I it's remember a time, you know, as and I'm not a historian of rap as you are. As I am. Um, but I do remember a time in which one of the common uh, attacks on other artists was was that they were sellouts. Right, like that. Oh, they're selling out to just corporate interests. They're not actually artists. They're just trying to make money. And like, mm. for example, if you had a giant American Apparel sign on stage with you while you were <laughs> rapping, like that maybe, might have been a sellout. Yeah. No, but that's not. not the way it is now. No, okay, not on the streets. Mm. Not in the hood. I'll tell you this: no white people ever have shopped at American Apparel before. No, I'll tell you that. Definitely right now. not. Only. No. Only, only uh, Trump haters yeah. have gone to American Apparel. Now, would you like more from the uh, the rap world? I feel so educated right now okay, after hearing good. this segment All right. that I do need more. Okay, well, you know, uh, Kanye. Yes. And that's... I call him K. You do? And uh, uh, Kanye mm-hmm. is, um, uh, he's got a new album out. Called, he does. Yeah. Jesus is king. And he said he would not sleep until this album was out. And so that was 16 months ago he said that. And Friday, a very, very tired <laughs> Kanye West uh, put out Jesus is king. Now, which is a, I mean, hmm? a remarkable cultural development. In a lot of ways. I mean, I know I don't care about Kanye West's uh, music. I know you're you're the rap aficionado here on this program. Uh, I don't care at all about what he raps about generally. But, I mean, the idea that Kanye West, go back a few years, think about him standing with a terrified Mike Myers on a telethon saying George W. Bush doesn't care about black people. Terrified. To, to the point where he is now not only embracing Donald Trump, which is remarkable in and of itself, but now releasing what seems to be like a legitimate gospel album. Right? Like it's not even, it's not like a, you know, I mean, he's been calling himself the king for how long? Now Jesus is king. And it's coming out and, and uh, it is a remarkable development. And I hope... I, I hope I, it's sincere. It does I seem hope it's sincere. Not like, it does. And it, I just, I hope it's not like... Well, like somebody standing on stage with American Apparel, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. logo right next to them. Anyway, right. closed on Sunday, you're my Chick-fil-A. Hold the selfies. Put the gram away. Get your family. Y'all hold hands and pray. The lyrics, of course, from you're my Chick-fil-A. That's interesting, because I almost thought you were playing the song. That was such a convincing Kanye. When but you, that was you reading it. When you got daughters, always keep them safe. Watch out for vipers. Don't let them indoctrinate. Closed on Sunday, you, my Chick-fil-A. You're number one with the lemonade. Raise our sons. Train them in the faith. Through temptations, make sure they're wide awake. Follow Jesus, listen and obey. No more living for the culture. We nobody's slave. Mm, that's a- Closed on Sunday. You, 
my Chick-fil-A. Wow. That's beautiful, Glenn, the way you did that. Thank you. Uh, Of all the things to praise at Chick-fil-A, I feel like lemonade is a strange choice. I would well, not be the first thing I would think of when can you think I, of Chick-fil-A. Can I ask you where the rhyme is in that one? When you got daughters, always keep them safe. Watch out for vipers. Don't let them indoctrinate. Closed on Sunday. You, my Chick-fil-A. You're my number one with the lemonade. <laughs> Doesn't I really... Filet, lemonade. <laughs> I think that's what oh, he's going okay. for here. Closed on <laughs> Sunday. You, my Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. You're my number one with the lemonade. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. I've, uh, now, I don't know. I will say you are uh, an aficionado in the world of, of rap. I'm more You're of an the, iconic hero in the rap in, world. In the rap world. Yeah. You come from the streets. We yes. know that. Yes. I've been told by people who uh, have more insight mm-hmm. in rap quality that mm-hmm. Kanye, not necessarily known for his rapping as much as his producing... So his rapping, when he go when he's doing the the uh, the actual rapping well, of the this. words, is let not necessarily a strong suit. Is Christmas known for its rapping? No, it's the gift inside that counts. And you know what that rhymes with? Lemonade. Thank you very I'm pretty much. Pretty sure. I think we're I, I, I think we're done here. Okay. News from the world of rap. We didn't even get to the audio of Kanye talking about. Uh, More news from the world of rap with Mr. Stephen Brigier. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. Uh, so here is Kanye talking about, and he was talking on a, a a a network I know you're very familiar with, Glenn. Big Boy TV. Oh yeah. Um, for many I don't reasons, look like a big boy. No, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, number, I wear big boy pants. Reason number one. Yeah, you are a big boy yourself, but mm-hmm. also just your. You're just you're intertwined. You're almost inseparable from any rap. Sometimes, sometimes story. I'm I'm hanging with all of my favorite rap stars, mm-hmm. who will remain unnamed right now, right, for various reasons. And uh, people, they don't even they can't. They're like, which one is there a Glenn here? And I'll be like, yo yo yo, dog over here. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yes, go that ahead. That is how you usually do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is Kanye talking about. Uh, how African-American voters have potentially been manipulated no. over the years. Shut up. Here's what he, Kanye has to say. They were fighting for us to have the right to our opinion, not the right to vote for whoever the white liberals said black people are supposed to vote for. You get what I'm saying? And then James Corden went in and said, well, this president, you're Christian, and this president, I don't see anything Christian. About him. I said, okay, so last year y'all tried to tell me who I'm supposed to vote for because I'm black. Now this year, white liberals trying to tell me who I'm supposed to vote for because I'm Christian. That would be like, I live in Calabasas, so everyone in my car has got to be a convertible, huh? It's just all based on y'all vision of what I'm supposed to do. And I understand like a lot of people, it's not a matter of whether you like it or who like it. We are in a country where we are allowed to like whatever we like. The world is officially upside down when Kanye mm. becomes the voice of reason. Yeah, he goes on to say, talk about how uh, how abortion is killing black communities, how that's being pushed on black communities by white liberals. You know, I have to tell you, I think the most fascinating people on earth right now 
are the ones who are breaking the mold yeah. in their own in their own tribe. I think that's true. You know, I, I always think of that as when I read people, when I when I listen to a podcast, when I when I'm looking for someone who's going to actually tell me about the news or something interesting. If I know what they're going to say word for word before I start, why am I going there? Isn't it much more interesting for, uh, for I'm going to say something really dangerous. Oh, no. But we are in the world of rap. <laughs> uh, so uh, we need, Sarah, we need some sort of rap, uh, you know, music when I say no, that. No, please don't. Do oh, not listen to that request, oh, Sarah. Yeah. I think Ignore that request. To. So anyway, um, the... The uh, uh, I don't want to support Donald Trump because I don't like things about him personally. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the guy defending Donald Trump because he's a wreck when he's, you know, it's like, don't, don't, please don't say it. No, Mr. President, please don't say it. But you have to, if you're going to be honest, if you see other things, for instance, I don't know if he's a good guy in this uh, impeachment. I don't know what he's done. I've done my homework, and I can't find anything, but that doesn't mean we're not going to. But I don't want to be the guy leading the, and we strangely are, leading this the way going, wait a minute, this isn't what happened. This is what happened over here. That doesn't make me... uh, uh, it makes me feel like because we live in a place to where it's all black and white, mm-hmm. where Kanye, he is he is all Donald Trump. Well, he seems to be very Donald Trump. He's wearing the Trump you know hat and yeah. everything else, but that's not really what he's saying. What he is saying is, if you're not for Donald Trump, you cannot be for Donald Trump. If you are for Donald Trump, be yeah. for Donald Trump. If you're kind of halfway in between, be halfway in between. But we don't listen to each other. Like, I would never have had a problem being for Donald Trump 20 years ago if this if the culture was the same as it was 20 years ago. Because 20 years ago, think about this. This is at the beginning of George Bush. You know, George Bush, you could say, and we did, I'm for this, I'm really not for that. But now, left and right, if you are for a few things, or if you want to say Donald Trump didn't do this, this is this impeachment is garbage. You can't you you yeah. you are automatically for all of his tweets and all of the things that he does that are piggish. No, I'm just telling you, you cannot like that. But that doesn't mean you have to be for this because this is wrong. When did we stop being able to see and balance things? When did we when did we stop seeing grays? When did we stop seeing things and go, "Wait a minute, I like this, but I don't like this." I mean, every Christian, almost every Christian picks and chooses around the Bible. Well, I'm not going to do that. That didn't really mean that no sleeping together before marriage. <laughs> but I'm a deep Christian. When do they? You, you can pick and choose around the words that are there in black, white, and red. You can pick and choose around those, but you can't pick and choose around things behind a candidate. This doesn't make sense. There's, there's. We're now at a time where you need to kind of prove 
every once in a while that you're actually thinking about the things you're talking about. Because you listen to some of these people, and, and this is on both sides. Uh, you know, I, you see it continually on the left, though. We should go through some of the headlines oh my like gosh. the past few years. Oh, the, but it's the like, Katie Hill thing. It just doesn't matter. You nope. know exactly what they're going to say about every freaking story before it even boring? starts. That bores the hell out of me. I mean, I, mean, I, I look, it's I want to... It's I, not real. That's why. It's not only yeah. boring, it's not reality. It's just not reality. All right. Back in a second with more rap. No, no more rap. rap, And the zombie campaign of Joe Biden. You're listening to Glenn. (laughs) You know, uh, when uh, when the president went out uh, (laughs) last night, uh, to uh, Game 5. Is this the World Series? Yes, good good sports knowledge. You. You're almost as knowledgeable about sports as you are as rap. You know, I mean, you're that close. Sports with Glenn Beck. <laughs> Boy, this has been a bad hour, hasn't it? I've, <laughs> this uh, is not be. the big show. I'll tell Here you that. Is... This is a pre-big show, maybe? I think pre-pre. Wednesday's probably pre-pre. the pre-pre. Yeah, Wednesday's no, the big show. Big show, yeah. This week. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Monday is the pre-pre So don't show. don't expect a lot. This is just... It's getting you warmed up. This is like yeah, revving is, your engines a little bit, a little yeah. pre-gaming. So here we have the uh, the president arriving at the Nationals versus the Astros World Series. Now, I think yesterday was the day the president probably thought, hey, I can go outside and be in a crowd because we just killed al-Baghdadi. Right. Big and day. so it's a big day because I remember saying, hey, you know what? Barack Obama, he didn't kill him. But he did give the the order to kill Osama bin Laden. It's a good day for Barack Obama. I, I think, without question, the best day of his presidency. Right? I think so, I mean, too. He was a president for eight years. I mm-hmm. can give you seven years and 364 days that sucked. But that was a pretty good day. That was a good day. Yeah. So I think the president was probably thinking, hey, I can go. Listen to the crowd reacting when he comes into the stadium. Lock him up. supposed to say that about presidents i was told very clearly that it's a horrible sign for humanity if you were to cheer lock them up uh, uh, towards a candidate apparently that's gone that has been abandoned that policy is no longer in effect that's that's absolutely that's incredible that that happened now not a surprise you know, in Washington D.C., ninety-five percent, I think, are Democrats. We and had this today. I think it's. I think it was. Uh, I know five percent were Republican. Yeah, five percent. But I think it's. Uh, there's other like non. I won't say non-denominational, but independent. Yeah, yeah, independence. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, non-denominational works now. It does. Yeah, don't you think the Democratic Party is absolutely a religion? <laughs> Washington. Here it is. Washington uh, D.C. voter breakdown: seventy-five point six percent Democrat. 5.9% Republican. So, I mean, look. Yeah. And that, that doesn't mean everybody there is from D.C. exactly. Correct. But you you wouldn't expect a Washington, D.C. audience to necessarily react positively to Donald Trump. Though I will say, you know, go back to the day of uh, Barack Obama. I yep. can tell you exactly what I did on the air, which mm-hmm. was drink a beer to celebrate Osama bin Laden mm-hmm. being dead mm-hmm. uh, on the air. That is uh, certainly not just an excuse to drink on the job. That was because no, I was... Oh, it was not. I was celebrating. To drink and forget? Nope. No. Nope. No, it was... In reality, it was the, it was the best day of his presidency. It was. And look, and you, you, it wasn't just him. And, was, and we didn't know that it was the hardest decision in 500 years until a few days later. Yeah, it was when Joe... Then we, that then was when, we, then we torched him. 
But that but was it just wasn't because a hard decision. It, that was because I know hardest decision of 500 years. This is just by Joe Biden being uh, the the typical Joe Biden that he is. Uh, but you know, looking back at it, you can certainly make it into something that it is not, which was it was not a difficult decision at all. No. In fact, everybody whose life was actually on the line in the mission would tell you, uh, wait, is there a 1% chance we can get uh, 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 Osama bin Laden? Let's go. Fire up the helicopters. Let's go. Uh, because that's what those guys were there for. We've talked to how many of them over the years that said we yeah. could have done anything to yeah, go in those, there and, and, and get those, a shot at them. We have talked to the guys who were on the on that mission to kill uh, Osama bin Laden. And, uh, you know, what we didn't know at the time was Barack Obama made it almost impossible. If anything goes wrong with your helicopter... Good luck, because we're not coming in to rescue oh, you. And, and we know now that there was a very long delay from the initial indication. As, I think it was as six a, months. I think it was six months. I mean, but again, anyway, I don't think he, I still so, don't think he handled it well. But still, on that day, we gave you're happy, right? We gave him. Hey, thank you for killing this really bad guy. Now, some people will say that Al Baghdadi is not uh, Osama bin Laden. Well, yes, Jar Jar Binks is not Darth Vader, but. When you kill Jar Jar Binks, it's still a very good day. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Poor Jar Jar. Yeah, well. He was even on the same side as Darth Vader. No, he wasn't. He was against oh, him. I guess he was, though, then. Right? Because Darth wasn't Darth yet. Oh, yeah. Right? So, yeah. Oh, God. Spoiler alert. Oh, my God. Oh, I, just, I just ruined my the whole gosh. series. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't, I've never seen the end of the third one. The end of the thir- episode three? Yeah. I never have seen the end the one, of it. You never I heard him go, no! No, everybody jokes oh, about that, God. and I've never made it there. It is so painful. But episode nine is about to come out now. You can get your tickets now. Okay, so a- episode nine. Here's my theory. Here's oh, my theory. Oh, no. Because this is not where we were going with this, but go ahead. Give me the Star Wars theory before okay. we get to the Trump All stuff. All right, here's my theory. She's going to go neither bad nor good. Mm-hmm. They're going to form their own little new little thing. They're going to, they're going to, there's a new, they're going to say that both sides were bad. They're going to go third party. They're going to go third party. <laughs> they're going to go independent. They're going to go G- G- Gary Johnson. Gary, G- Gary Johnson is going <laughs> to show Gary. up at the very end and really? be like, yeah, let the pot be with you, man. And that's what it's going to I don't even say. know where Tatooine is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it ends. That's uh, how it ends. So it's not, it would be like the. Uh, the dusk side is that the? It's not the light. Not the, not light, the light side. Not the dark not side. The it's kind of in between. It's kind of the gray side. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like. It's mm, interesting. Know. Sometimes we got to do what we got to do. I kind of want. <laughs> I kind of want an ultimate victory here. Do you for the good guys? Right. Yeah. That's how this is. Uh, well, this it would end. be, but I think we're kind of in that place to like. Ah, sometimes we got to kill and torture people. Sometimes we don't. So I think that uh, what's her name. She'll be like, oh, we got to torture that person. Ghost plane him to Egypt. <laughs> you should not write this. Really? Yeah, no, this is not. Yeah, uh, I think that's what's coming because I think that's where uh, Hollywood thinks America is. Just like, hey, sometimes we got to do some stuff. It's not where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I kind of like, you know, I kind of like the good being good and the evil being evil. I kind of like that. I think I, that's better. I think you should stick to writing rap rather than writing uh, Star Wars movies. Well, uh, but that's just a, just my opinion. You, my Chick Fil A, <laughs> lemonade, lemonade. Uh, I, we could also have you on the job of writing headlines for the media because this is a difficult gig. 
Yes. you got to understand, you well, got to come up with creative new ideas every single day. Yeah. It's really hard. I don't think it's as hard as some people think it is. Really? I mean, so, I mean let's go through some of the headlines. This is uh, Beckett Adams posted these. It's amazing. Uh, June 2016, mm-hmm. the beginning of Trump's end. June 2016, the beginning of the end for Trump? That was a question mark at the yeah. end of that one. See the difference? Right. You see yeah, the subtle I do. difference there? I do. I do. August 2016. Will Trump's attack on the cons be the beginning of the end for his White House hopes? Mm-hmm. October 2016. Is this the beginning of the end of Donald Trump? Again, it's a question. Who knows? February 2017. This is the beginning of the end for Donald Trump. Mm. February 2017. Is General Flynn a sacrificial <laughs> lamb or the beginning of the end for Donald Trump? <laughs> See, again, a statement. I, question. I don't know. Uh, March 2017. In the White House, things are looking bad. This could be the beginning of the end for Trump. Statement. Mm. Next one's got to be a question. <laughs> if CNN's new Russia report is true, we may be seeing the beginning of the end of Donald Trump's presidency. Wow. The may- beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. May 2017. Mm-hmm. Is it the beginning of the end for Trump? Even elected Democrats can feel it. Oh, mm. if Democrats are going to say it, well, oh. then you got to believe it. They're such credible What did Nancy Pelosi say? <laughs> did she say? Was she out there now saying on the... You know, I used to be on the Trump train, but now I question it. Mm -mm. Uh, February 2018, John Dean warns Gates' testimony may be the end of Trump's presidency. Mm. I don't even remember Gates' testimony. That's how many things have happened. March 2018, is this the beginning of Trump's end? See, that's Ooh. totally different. It was the, the end of Trump. The end of Trump or the beginning of the end of Trump. This is the beginning of Trump's end. Mm. Okay, you mm. notice the subtle difference. Yes. There. April 2018, Michael Cohen and the end stage of the Trump presidency. Wow. August 2018, the beginning of the end of the Trump presidency. August 2018, Donald Trump may have finally reached the beginning of the end. <laughs> well, at least they're recognizing it. We've been printing these stories for two damn years. Uh-huh. He may have finally reached it. <laughs> November 2018. The end of Trump. Mm. Now we're just like stating it. Mm. No, December 2018, Trump's latest meltdown shows even he knows this could be the beginning of the end. <laughs> it could be. It no, could be. Not the even end. he knows. Nancy Pelosi's known for a long time, but even he knows it could be. Yeah, I love that because we have to recognize here all the, the qualifying parts of this. Like, yeah. It's not the end. No. It's the beginning, beginning of the of end, and it could be the beginning of the end, and Trump, even he might know that it could be the beginning of the end. So, you know, what's amazing about that, though, when you think about it, is they can't even agree on the beginning. No. It's not like the beginning <laughs> of the end happened, and uh-huh. all of these things are happening now, so we're at the middle of the beginning of the end. Right. No. It's just the We're be- still, they're like, forget about that beginning. Yes. Because that didn't work out. This one is the beginning. They keep changing the beginning. We're not even in the middle. No. Every time it fails and they're like, yes, but this one? Right. Did you see his caloric intake? <laughs> How about January 2019? This looks like the beginning of the end for Trump. Mm. Or September 2019. Could this impeachment inquiry be the end of Trump's presidency? The good thing about this is sometime before January 2025, they're going to nail this. They're going to be right. They're going to have it. As he's on the stairs (laughs) waving goodbye, they'll say, could this be the end of Donald Trump? And they will be wrong yet again. Yes, that's true.
All right. Coming up, the zombie campaign of Joe Biden. You mm. don't want to miss that. And he looked like a zombie on television this weekend. That's kind of his normal look now. Uh, a little bit uh, he's closer to the crypt than, um, you know, it's, he looks like maybe a character from a former HBO mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> series. Uh, but he was on 60 Minutes. Um, and one of the most explicable, inexplicable things of this campaign to me yeah. is that Barack Obama has not endorsed Joe Biden. And, you know, you think about this. We talk about this as uh, everyone wants to think about their vote as being super important. Like, who are you going to vote for? Who are you going to vote for? And we talk about it incessantly. And the, the, the truth is, there's almost no chance that your vote is going to make the difference. We all do it because it's, we think it's part of our responsibility as citizens. We all do it because it's important. Um, but in reality, it's not probably going to be the difference. Uh, well, that's not true for Barack Obama, who has a vote by himself to singularly choose who could be the next president if he just were to step down or something were to happen to him. Of all the people in the United States of America, this man chose Joe Biden as the most qualified person to be president behind him. That is what the, your job is as president, to name the person that if, God forbid, you leave the office for That's some reason. That's not what happens. I mean, John Kennedy named uh, Lyndon Johnson. They needed the vote. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing with Joe Biden. You need Joe Biden's vote. Joe Biden was not even labor a labor unions. He was barely even a figure in that election. Remember, he's getting one in two percent at that point. Labor unions, right? Yeah, no. It, it, there's other candidates yeah. you could have had for that. Yeah. Look, they picked Biden because for for multiple reasons, not just because of this, but you are making a statement, right? You are choosing the guy you believe is most qualified. And he's not endorsing him. Why? Is a one-person election? You can just come out and say, look, Joe Biden, obviously, I served with the guy for eight years. He's the guy who should be uh, the nominee. Obviously. Well, instead of this, he's just, he is not endorsed. And that's not because he doesn't want to endorse Joe. It's because Joe asked him not to endorse. Here oh, is, I love this. I mean, how is he I saying this with this. a straight face? Here's Biden talking about the Obama endorsement. We need somebody who on day one knows exactly what to do, can command the world stage. No one wonders whether I know a great deal about these issues in foreign policy and domestic policy. They're things I've done. Some have asked, why hasn't President Obama endorsed you? You guys served together for eight years. Because I have to earn, I want to earn this on my own. Did he offer to endorse you? No, we didn't even get there. I asked him not to. He said, okay. I think it's better. (laughs) I think he thinks it's better for me. You know, I, I, I remember because I was just riddled uh, with problems and, uh, and Jesus came to me and said, I can take away all your sins. And I said, no, I want to earn this. Right. I want to earn this. And he said, you're not going to be able to do that, dude. And I said, no, 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 I don't want you to. No, uh-uh. I want to earn this. I mean, that's, that's as crazy as what he just said. Yeah. D- Joe, no, you're... Uh- of course. what? Of course. It's fascinating because the, the Democratic Party has largely acted as if they've turned against Obama. The people in the party are still he's still got like a 95 percent approval rating, Barack Obama, among Democrats. Um, but they continually come out and criticize his presidency because Joe Biden's so closely associated with it. But this is a big thing. Biden's been the only person who stood up for Obama in these debates. Everyone else has been trashing the guy. He's out there standing up for him. He's saying, uh, you know, look, I think it was I think Obamacare worked right. Like he's the only person saying these things. Yet Barack Obama, I swear he must know something about Biden. Um, Maybe it's the corruption. Uh. Maybe it's incompetence. Maybe he went sleepy sleep in a lot of the meetings. Whatever it is, 
There's a reason why he's not endorsing Joe Biden. No, no, they're good friends. They're good friends. Really? Yeah, they're good friends. They almost never see each other or talk, but they're very, very close. And it's only because Joe says, don't call me. I'm too busy. Please don't be seen with me. You're listening to Glenn.